Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, in today's show, I did a session with somebody with myopia, some of my best stuff. So I hope you enjoy our session. Take care. You want to tell me about the plus lens, the blur, the eye dialogue, your prescriptions, your vitamins, eye drum. Oh my God, I had you do so many things. So any changes, things getting better, worse? I haven't noticed anything getting better. I'm hoping it's not getting worse. Okay. Um, I've, right. I've been pretty consistent with the plus plus lens to blur, uh-huh. whatever, whatever that one's called. Plus lens to blur, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been pretty consistent with doing that. Okay. Well, let's forget about the results for now. Let's let's put that aside. Even though that's why you're that's why you're here for results. Yeah. <laughs> Have you learned anything about your habits? Um you learned anything about your relationship to blur and like do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you checking out? <laughs> Because um, really, the the best way for you to make change is to understand what the exercises are showing you. Maybe you're not that kind of person where you can be reflective or go inside. Yeah, but, I think uh, I am that kind of person. I I do. I okay. So. so yeah. Okay. So then. What are three things that you've learned about yourself and the blur? I mean, what you're you're looking through the blur. Does it make you happy? Does it make you sad? Does it make you, you know, what you know, what what what's it doing to you? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting you reaction. use the word sad because I have felt like okay. I feel like I'm doing okay. I don't feel I don't feel frustrated with the blur. But uh-huh. I have found myself feeling sad <laughs> cuz like especially I love the view, my view of the mountains out here and I know I'm missing things and um sitting here with my children you know, I've I've gotten used to it how it is. I'm using the I'm I'm mostly just using the uh seven. Is it seven? The seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, and I feel I, pretty I comfortable with that. I can drive my children to school, go to town. Um okay. it's it's okay. But it's okay. yeah, I definitely uh-huh. I definitely feel some sadness over just missing things. 
Yeah, sadness over missing things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Understood. And like at church, I can't like when people are singing and I I love to listen and see everything. And and I think that affects it might affect my confidence a little bit with going to meet people in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I would say Do you feel- I, I feel okay. Like I don't feel really frustrated with everything. Okay. Um so um I'm looking up let's see if it shows up here. I gave you minus seven in the contact or minus seven and minus six. Um do you remember what you used to wear? Or did you wear yeah, anything? Like, or? Well, it was well, like my original prescription when I came to you. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it minus nine and minus 10? Okay. So um, have you tried to put on your minus t- nines or minus tens? Um, just... I wore them for my, my boys did a Christmas concert thing. Uh-huh. And I, I put them on for that. Cause I really wanted to see for that. Um, okay. So here's the 50, $50,000 question. See if you can get this one right. Um, and this is a very hard question that I'm going to ask you. So you may, may not have an answer for it, Okay. but The question is, how do your eyes feel when you wear the minus nines versus how do your eyes feel when you wear the minus sevens? Now, I'm not talking about it's blurry, so I feel bad. I'm not talking about the experience. I'm talking about the actual body muscular feeling between yeah. the nines and um, I definitely felt, okay, I, I think I wore them two times. Another time was when I was driving into the city and I wasn't sure what to expect. So I put on my old contacts just for about 30 <laughs> minutes as I was driving in and I quite quickly wanted to take them off. I felt quite a strain. I I didn't feel okay. comfortable okay. with them on anymore. Okay, so then I'm curious when I when I asked you at the very beginning, <clears throat> have you noticed any changes? And you said no. In fact, I think things might be worse. So do you want to still stick to that answer? Or do you want to put in the column, hmm, at least I'm a little more awake in my eyes that I know that the minus nines are doing that to me. That's entirely up to you, but that might be an indicator that things are beginning to loosen up for you. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I think... I think in when you ask it that way, I think I could say that that I feel them relaxing. Maybe okay. 
Mm-hmm. So then there has been some change. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm just checking in. I, you know, you can certainly say no change. Things are getting worse. It's your, your eyes. But <laughs> when I hear you talk about it, you're certainly allowed to change your answer if you, if you want to. Yeah. Hmm. I find that curious. Do you actually believe you can change your eyes? Is there a part of you that's just like, really like, ah, oh, this isn't going to work? You can be honest. Um, I mean, just based on I, your first statement, well, nothing's changed and it's worse, maybe worse. You know, but because you're doing <laughs> the exercises. So, I mean, um, you know, unless yeah, you're flatlined, you're, you're just you know, being mechanical about it, if you are that say that you are the kind of person that goes inside and feels stuff, then, you know, can you go a little deeper instead of just saying, oh, the blur's okay. <laughs> you know, if you went for a psychotherapy session and you say to the doctor, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm okay. Well, what are you feeling? Oh, I'm Okay. <laughs> Probably not going to get much out of the session. And so, you know, I'm just I'm just reflecting back to you. Like, give yourself some credit, maybe that maybe there are some things that are changing that um, maybe they're not on your radar screen or you're not aware. But otherwise, I would just say. Go have a party and put on your minus nines and forget all this. Right. I don't think your I don't think your eyes would like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you used to live in before you met me. Right. Huh. So something must be changing for you <clears throat> if if you don't want to wear your minus nines anymore. Right. That was that was what your friendly eye doctor gave you, I guess, right? Yeah. So you're worthy. <laughs> yeah. So um have you tried the minus sixes at all? Yeah, I have. I did more at the beginning. Okay. And I guess yeah, it would be a good time to try it again because I I did and then I realized, you know. For getting out and driving, I felt more comfortable with the seven. Okay. So I may have said this at the last session, but you only should wear reduced prescriptions in situations where you don't feel sad. for not seeing it clearly. Like if you're trying to wear a reduced prescription in a situation where you want to see more clarity, then it's probably like shooting yourself in the foot. It's not going to really help you. Yeah. So I'm not with you every day, so I, I can't help you. 
So the 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 guidebook says only wear the reduced prescription in situations. It's a very situational time. You can't expect to wear a reduced prescription in a situation where you're not seeing clearly and you want to. It, it, that you're you're defeating the purpose if you try to do that. Okay. And that's a big mistake that people make. They go, oh, I've got this reduced prescription. I'll start wearing it. Damn, I can't see anything. Yeah. So that much mean things are getting worse. This thing doesn't work. Oh, right? Yeah. Well, you're wearing it in the wrong context. That's not the place you should be wearing it. So that's a really important fact. I mean, you want to wear the reduced prescription where you feel comfortable, where you're not being demanded upon to see things clearer than, you know, you want to see them. The, the, the myopia reduction or myopia improvement actually doesn't work when you try to do that. So you, since I'm not with you every day, you have to be your own parent, your own uh, guide to say, is this the right circumstance or is it not the right circumstance? If I'm frustrated, then it's the wrong circumstance. So take them off and put on my other ones. Because nearsighted people are addicted to something. You know what they're addicted to? What? Seeing things clearly. And they base their improvement on whether things have gotten clearer or not. I'm just writing and when this they down. base it on when they base it on that, they're missing ninety-nine percent of all the other reasons why they became nearsighted. I'm gonna give you the dirty little secret. The very last thing that's going to improve for you is seeing clearly out of those minus sevens. That's the very last, that's the last thing that's gonna change. And the more you can go into eye relaxation, and that's what that blurry prescription is actually asking you to do, completely let go of the need to see things clearly. So look, you gotta do it at a time in your day when you've locked the door to your bedroom and you're sitting in a chair and there's no demand on you. That's the only time you can do that exercise. Yeah. And probably with the minus sixes, if you're going to venture into that, that's a big jump from minus nine. Oh my God, that's almost 30%. Of course, you're going to see things more blurry. But if you're going to base 
your improvement on I'm wearing minus six or minus seven and it's not really I don't really experience a a clarity change oh I'm so uh, I'm so sorry because you're way off on a tangent because I bet there have been the things that have changed otherwise you would have just gone back to your minus nine and forgot the whole thing instead of I don't think I want to wear these much anymore because they they're doing something to me and I do have more eye relaxation the more eye relaxation you can you can dig into the faster you're going to see more clearly in the minus seven. And along with that, are you saying just the more acceptance of the blur? Like only in, only in situations where you don't need that clarity. Yeah. Yeah. The acceptance is, your mind telling your eyes, I don't have to be so hypervigilant and keeping it clear. Because your prescription, here's the narrative. Here's the story. This is your story, Rebecca. You may not even know your story, but here's your story or one part of your story. Mm-hmm. I am scared. I'm fearful because if it's not super clear for me, I could get in trouble. I could get injured. I could miss something. So what you do unconsciously, mentally, is you say to yourself, I'm going to put so much hypervigilance into my eyeballs to keep it clear no matter what, that I'm going to strangle those eyeballs. I'm going to cut off my breathing I'm going to be in such a hyper survival state. And I'm really clever because I've buried that really deeply in my system. So I can't even get in touch with it. And this eye doctor it says, we're minus seven. Well, I can't see the mountains. I'm sad. I bet if you went deeper in the sadness, I wonder if you could get in touch with the fear. Because myopia, nearsightedness, what you've got, you know what the major emotion is? Fear. Fear. It's not sadness. It's fear. If you could dig very deeply into your emotional body and you could actually own, very honestly, what is your biggest fear about not seeing it clearly? What is it? <coughs> You're asking me what my biggest fear is about not seeing clearly. <coughs> yep. Believe me, at minus nine, very deeply in there, there's fear. Yeah, I believe you. It's not, not well, hard for me to... You don't have to believe me or or, you know... 
I'm just, I'm just here as a mirror. <coughs> the more honest you can be with yourself and the more deep, deeply you can go in excavating that answer, the faster you're going to be able to see things more clearly in the minus seven. You know, I wonder if you've got a real defense going up. Because <coughs> another thing that the minus nine says is that <coughs> you are an expert <coughs> at deflecting and defending. <coughs> now, I only know this because I've had 10,000 minus nine patients tell me that. Yeah. So we're in sacred space. <clears throat> this can be a very powerful time for you because you're talking to me. I'm going to ask you the question again. What is your biggest fear of being in the blur? My first thought is missing the beauty. Okay, missing the beauty. Give me a couple others as it relates to survival. Like what would happen if I said, okay, you can't have any correction anymore. I'm taking it away from you. No minus nine, no minus seven, no minus six. <clears throat> What's that bring up for you? One thing is you're not going to be allowed to drive. Right. So you're going to lose some independence. So the more you can get in touch with that, the yeah. faster you're going to see improvement. In touch with that core fear of the blur. Core fear. The core fear. The core fear of not having your minus prescriptions anymore. What would that look like for you? What would your life be like if you couldn't have those prescriptions anymore? Yeah, I, I well, feel what, like what I would wouldn't. It look like? I wouldn't be able to do much. <laughs> right. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. You wouldn't be able to do much. There's a paralysis. <clears throat> There's a frozenness. There's a trauma <clears throat> associated with it. <clears throat> That's where you need to go. Not that, you know, it's okay. I'm doing okay. Forget it. Stay with the minus nines. <clears throat> so um, do, you, do you think you've got any resistance to penetrating that understanding about your fear? Um, I feel very open to the idea. I I can, it it actually makes sense to hear you say that because I've okay. felt it and seen it. I know it. I know it's there. I know there's something unclear to me. <coughs> there's something going on Here's holding me back. Here's a thread for you. How old were you when you went to your first eye doctor? 
when I think got my first prescription glasses around grade, third grade. Okay, so let's go back to third grade. What was happening in third grade? Well, I would have been around eight eight years old. Uh-huh. <clears throat> might I be mean, good for you it's all just kind of, pardon me? It might be good for you to, to write about that, to write about that time. What was it like to be a third yeah, grader? Yeah, like I, I can think of a lot more just in general, my general childhood, like, yeah. I know that I felt very unseen and unheard by my father. He was a very busy, mm-hmm. a very busy man in the community making a big difference. And he came home mm-hmm. and yelled at me and I felt very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a very busy household. Yeah. So I'm going to throw some ideas at you. People that are nearsighted tend to make themselves smaller and invisible. And they retreat into their mental world because the outer world is not uh, meeting them or seeing them or validating them. We think that we think that that Vision is just in the eyeball. But you're absorbing energy when you're a child. And a lot of times you're absorbing it through the eyes. So when you wear minus nine, that's a lot of layers that you put over the eyes to insulate you from the world. That's a lot. <clears throat> so you 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 may not know this, but <clears throat> when you start wearing a lens, a minus lens, it makes the world a lot smaller. It compresses things. It tightens things. So usually you can go to that first eye exam and at the very first eye exam, that can give you an indicator on what was the cause of what you did to yourself to survive. Mm -hmm. And... You know, at this point, at minus nine, you got a lot of layers of lens between you and yourself and you and the world. That's why when you take the lenses off, like if we said to you, okay, you know, you can't wear your prescription. That'd be interesting to do that for part of a day. Yeah. And just to notice your emotional awarenesses. Forget about, you know, oh, I'm not seeing the mountains and, 
nothing's changing. All that stuff is just distraction. Basically, when you get a prescription and you wear it, it basically in that prescription is your conditioning. It's your habits. And all the lens is doing is putting a container over your your reactions. That's all it's doing. So, so any questions or does this make sense or is this not make sense or give me some feedback Mm -hmm. here? Well, it's interesting to me and I, it, I think it makes sense to me. Mm I, I wish I knew how to get more in touch with that core fear Well, one of the ways that you can do it is just by maybe writing about your childhood, writing about your father, because you're then getting it out onto a page. So you're expressing it instead of internalizing it. Right. And what you've become really good at is internalizing stuff. That's what your minus nine has showed you. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that in my yeah. energy. I, I, I can see that. Right. Exactly. That's why when you take the lenses completely off, your energy is unbounded. It's, you're out of control at that point. You're not as controlled. Do you know that with your lenses off, your energy is much more open to your child? And when you wear your lenses, your energy is much more closed to your child. Hmm. But it's, it's harder for you to feel the beauty energetically when you wear those lenses, even the minus seven. Yeah. Try it out. Try it out. Why in the world do you want to wear something that tight in connecting to your child? Why in the world would you want to? Of course you don't want to do that. Right. It's almost as though the, the seeing clearly shouldn't be part of this process. In other words, if you're in a state of working, doing, driving, whatever, you just wear what you need to wear to be your safest, highest level of clarity. And then the times when there's no clarity demand on you, that's the time that you start exploring no lenses and relating energetically to your child. You're going to be much more free. You're going to be much more embodied. When you wear the lenses, you're in a compartment. 
you've got a nice, neat, tied up world. Tied up in it's nice and neat, it's clear, it's organized. <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Remember, you called me. I didn't call you. You called me. <laughs> and right. in calling me, I'm the, I'm the guy that says, well, the less prescription you wear, the more uncomfortable you're going to feel. I have a psychologist friend who says, oh, you're the guy that puts people into their, their uncomfortable feelings when they reduce the lenses. I go, look, they, they want it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to sell you something. If anything, I'm trying not to sell you something. So I wouldn't, I would just caution you. I wouldn't use the clarity, um, the clarity, as the measurement of whether things are getting better or worse. I actually think you've made some huge changes. The sad thing for me is that you're not really recognizing it. That's the, that's the sad thing for me. It's like, wow, you've done all this work, but you're not even seeing how much improvement you've made. Yeah. <clears throat> right. And really the improvement has very little to do with seeing clearly you want to see clearly put your minus nines on yeah but you gotta you gotta spend some time in that softer vision so that you become softer so any any questions or comments about this Very interesting to me. I've written down as much as I can, and I I think I'll be getting a recording, right? You will. I'd like my husband to listen to it and help me sort it out and help me see. Like, yeah, like what would it be like in a safe environment where there's no acuity for you to take your lenses off and relate to your husband and your child? Just think about yeah. that for a minute. Kind of yeah, play I, out I, that. I am okay with that. Like I go every night, I go no. to bed with my husband without contacts on. And I mean, okay, I can so spend I want time to... with him in my bedroom and I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So okay and fine is on the, on the superficial level. Oh, You're not okay. going to get any. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> I, I'm learning from you. Keep talking. Yeah, that, that's not gonna. Uh, that's not gonna cut it. Again, you go to your therapist. Says, How you doing, Rebecca? I'm okay. Everything's fine. Okay. Well, why are you here? I'm okay. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta have some depth here, dear. You gotta be willing to dive in to. How's my energy different? What do I think about? What do I, how am I relating to these people in the blur? What does it make me feel? Not okay or fine. I mean, that, 
If you're going to be okay and fine, forget it. You got to go deeper. Like, um, I feel more free. I feel more afraid. I, I'm confused. I'm, I feel more of a heart connection. Um, I'm less judgmental. I mean, I don't know. Those are the kinds of things you're going to need to start bringing into your awareness if you have any hope of connecting to your improvement. Yeah. I mean, you are improving, but you're just not seeing it. Yeah. Your eyes haven't, your eyes have gotten much better. Otherwise you'd be wearing your minus nines for this session. Yeah. So yeah, it's up to you. It's your, it's your choice. Nobody's forcing you into anything. Right. But, um, you know, maybe you need to get a list of adjectives that, you know, you can go on the internet and say, give me a list of adjectives on um, sensations, emotions, so that you have a broader uh, kind of resource to choose from instead of I'm okay and fine. Yeah. That's kind of very, that's very uh, white bread, uh, you know, Wonder Bread, milk. You know, it's narrow. It's like, okay, I'm sure you don't eat that way. I'm sure you probably have a a broader range of what you eat. So you got to get more rain. You got to get more rainbow into you. Yeah. Because your minus nine has made you kind of the same. Narrow. Yeah. So, um, so I'd like you to spend <clears throat> some time, you know, maybe whenever, once a week or something. And if you go to church, you should be wearing your full prescription so that you can see what you're doing. That's not the place for you to be doing vision improvement. Oh, okay. It's the wrong it's the wrong place. Why Why do we want to do our deepest exercise or therapy or healing when we're in situations where it's the most, it's the busiest and we have to be external or whatever. And people, oh, I'm doing my exercises while I'm driving on the freeway at 80 miles an hour. Really? How can you even track yourself while you're driving? So I don't know where you got the idea of, you know, wearing a reduced prescription to church and then not being able to see and relate. That is totally the wrong place to be doing that. Like, where where did that come from? Where no, that- I just... Well, because I don't want to strain my, I don't want to wear the astigmatism correction and pull my eyes in more. And I'm okay. Like I can visit with the people close to me so Mm -hmm. I can still interact. I'm, I'm like, I feel I can enjoy people. Okay. So I think, I think the thing you have to, you have to track in yourself 
is when you feel frustrated, that's the wrong experience. Like if you have any critical, complaining, frustrating ideas when you're in a situation where you're not wearing full prescription, that's on you. Yeah. You have to take responsibility here. It's not going to hurt your eyes to wear the full prescription in those in those moments. Right. Okay. That's going to be up to you. I mean, I'm not saying whether you should or you shouldn't. What I'm saying is you got to check into your frustration level. Oh, I'm not seeing the mountains. I'm yeah. not, you know, well, that's on you. Quit complaining. Just put on what you need. You've got to take full responsibility for what you wear and when you wear it. Do you have more than one pair of shoes? Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Well, you need another pair or different pairs of lenses based on what you're doing. <clears throat> it isn't one lens for everything. It's, um, you know, wearing wearing something that um, is meet, meets you where you are. And, you know, I think accepting the blur is, is okay. I'm using the word okay. But if, you know, you're missing stuff, then it's not okay. You know, if you're wearing your minus six and you can't see the mountains and you want to, then you got to do something about it. So this is more of a, a lifestyle process, not just doing some exercises and some um, isolated time during the day. But I tell you, I would write about that time period when you got your first prescription. To me, the, there were three or four things that you said that could be some causes on why you changed your vision. Your sensitive child, your father couldn't give you the attention, you weren't seen and heard. We don't know what was going on in school. I mean, that's the time when you're learning to read, reading to learn. Who knows? Maybe you had some pressure there. And so you made a decision. I'm going to separate myself from this chaotic world. And I'm going to pull in, make it blurry out there. And then what the doctor does is he reinforces your decision. Hey, kiddo, let me give you this. You'll be back in six months. I'll give you more. And give you more. Give you more. So you got reinforced into the emotional reaction that you took because you weren't getting your needs met. And you get to see now if we took your lenses away and said, okay, now live your life. You're like, whoa, I'm not sure I could. So there's probably a paralysis. There's certainly a separation. 
between you and the world. There's certainly a tightening, compressing, survival, uh, energy, and fear. You know, so, so if you really connected in with those things, my prediction is you would use the sevens to drive and the sixes for your cooking and indoor stuff. But just the fact that you're able to tolerate the seven from the nine with, with the stigmatism and all that, <clears throat> That's a huge jump in a couple months. Most people would freak out unless they were working with me. So something is definitely loosened up for you. Yeah. It's just not a clarity level. That's the last thing that changes. Like when you get, when you totally surrender to relaxing into the blur, then mentally you go, ah, I can just soften into this. Does it make sense? It does. Yeah, it's it's kind of can be like um, you know, cod drinking cod liver oil. Oh, I don't like that taste. What was that? I said it's like drinking cod liver oil. I don't like the taste of cod liver oil. But it's the medicine. I'm using a metaphor for you to slow down, go more inside. Like I think it'd be a, it'd be a great exercise for you one day to relate to your family through your minus sevens and then take your lenses off and energetically relate to them without and ask them, how am I different without my lenses on? I mean, one I thing I would that. think, yeah, one thing I, I would think, oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, the, one thing I would say is you would be softer. You might be more slowed down. You might be more receptive. You might be more relaxed. So you got to get uh, deeper than the okay and fine place. If you want, if you want to, you know, really make some changes. So you say you tried that, and what happened when you tried it? <laughs> okay, I'll try not no. to use the word okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like you, you, you seem uh, tuned into energy so how's the energy different how's the energy different in you that would be um, a question yeah yeah i'd like to do it again like you're suggesting because i did i i did that like it might have even been before i met you the first time I was just looking into this all, so I just wanted to try going without any lenses. So I would do that when my family and I were sitting together in the living room in the evenings. And 
I think I think I could say that I could feel softer too. And so what, what would that do to your son if you were softer in your energy? How would that affect him? Well, I'm sure it would soften them. Exactly. And there would be more love and beauty, more heart connection. <clears throat> I think the softer you are, the safer you feel, the less threatened you feel. I mean, there's a lot to that. Softness. Another thing is when you put your minus sevens on, you're a doing machine. There's no space for you to receive because all your energy is directed externally out. That makes sense. At least, yeah, at least mentally. Okay. So, you know, health yeah. is about, can I receive, can I receive as well as give? It isn't just give, 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 but can I receive? So my, my, we're coming down to the end of our session. My <clears throat> assessment is you've made huge changes. Keep going. Maybe let's talk in another three to four months <clears throat> and see if you can bring this new focus to your, uh, to your vision. And that means writing about your childhood a little bit, getting into the core fear, going without your lenses some, relaxing into the blur more. And... Um, do it throughout the day. Do it as part of your daily routine. And you have full permission to wear the strong lenses when you need to see clearly. And that's not going to affect your equipment. <laughs> even, even if you wear them when you're driving and they feel tight, you're only going to wear them for a bit. And then you'll take them off and you'll put on and you'll go, oh. And uh, now these minus sevens are a relief. Yeah. And that'll be good for you to, to feel that contrast. And the more you feel that contrast, eventually the minus seven, you're going to feel comfortable to drive in them. Or the minus six, you mean? Minus whatever you got. I think I gave yeah. you seven and six. Yeah, I feel comfortable driving, in this one, but it, I might get to be more comfortable with the six, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can go to the potty. You can go. All right. Any last words before we sign off? Um. I'm interested in essential oils. Uh, I use them a lot, and I've noticed that you recommend them. 
I had a friend just tell me she thinks frankincense and copaiba would mm -hmm. would help open up that. Yeah, both of those both of those could do the lot. Where do you feel comfortable applying them? I'm what well, I have been doing the last week since she told me about it. I've been doing a drop underneath my tongue, and then I just I just. I'm okay with putting it around my eyes too. I just thought of that like in the last couple of days. So I just started that. So if, you put it, if you put it around the eyes, put it at the forehead above the eyes up here. So you can put them here and then put them on the side of the eyes, kind of by okay. the ears. So up, up and then above on here. the forehead and here. Yep. yep. And don't get them close to the eyes. You don't need to because there's a lot of blood vessels that will allow it to indirectly go in so it's not getting near your eyes. Okay. So it won't burn. Yeah. So here, here, and here. Mommy. In, that, in that zone. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. You can use both of those. those are cool. Okay. All right, kiddo. Keep up the good work. And okay, I'll talk to you, you maybe in a couple months. Okay. I'll send you this recording. Take okay. Care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.